Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, a special E3 Monday morning edition. Everyone's a bit tired, no one's been acquired, but we're here and ready to discuss the games, announcements, and everything. Joined, uh, I'm Zach Jackson, I think, <laughs> if that's still my name. <laughs> I'm joined by uh, Kieran Rebrouge. Hello. And Adam Ryan. It's already evident that we're all real tired. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I got the first part of the... Uh, yeah, I know, the, it was so intro. close. Um, but, you know, as always, the wheels the wheels fall off. How are we all? Tired? Uh, well, I know that you're all tired. I can yeah. see your your, uh, your eyes. You've got, got it live on video. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I got Smashing a this weird Mountain Dew. Yeah, you look angelic. Drink. It's real nice. What's that like? Hey? What's it like? It's all right. Nice. I'm on my uh, second coffee. I feel like I need to be sitting on like a little porta potty thing because <laughs> it could just explode at any moment. <laughs> Ticking time, Bob, you are, E3. mate. I've only had had one coffee this morning and it definitely isn't enough. So post, post potty, I'll definitely be going back for round two. Nice, nice. All right. Well, post potty, let's, potty. <laughs> let's get stuck into it. Let's kick it off... Um, with a quick wrap of, let's say, 10, 15 seconds, go 20 if you want, uh, what you think of E3 so far. Uh, Adam, take it away. Um, it's a little less chock-a-block than I was hoping that it might be, but all things considered, I don't think that's massively out of left field. Uh, but there's been some some nice little announcements here and there, and I'm still excited for a bunch of stuff, so that's good. Nice. KB? Yeah, it's um, it feels a little bit disjointed at the moment. It feels like it's been going on for like weeks, um, and now that like it's it's in the thick of it, it I don't know, it's it's kind of falling a little bit flat because we we've been doing this for a, you know a while now. Um, but uh, this yeah, there's been some good announcements, so you know it's not all bad. No, no, I think you're right. It definitely feels um, doesn't feel as big this year like it doesn't feel like there's not as much hype behind it i think i might have said that during the week but yeah it definitely feels even this morning with you know uh, bethesda and xbox's showcase which was clearly the biggest one just did not know didn't didn't feel like maybe it's because there was no crowds in the videos or in the in the stream so this didn't mm. have that i think uh, even even though being that we obviously don't fly over to LA every year to go to E3 as excellent as that would be. I haven't done it. I haven't done it any year. Yeah, I know. But like <laughs> without the, the physical presence, like, you know, in the, in the lead up, you see images of the, the hall getting all of the banners and everything set up for it. And I think that kind of mm. builds excitement and you, you prepare yourself yeah. for it in, in that way. Uh, so without that this year, yeah, it just didn't feel quite as, yeah. Quite as grandiose, yeah. I suppose. It's, I mean, like le- it's less of an event. Yeah. And, and obviously when they do that, obviously they're condensing everything into those three days as well because that's the yeah. the trade show. So it's like mm. you kind of, now it's it's spread out. It feels just like a lot of a lot of companies are just releasing all their shit around the same time, not like it's a, yeah. a big expo. Yeah, agreed. I mean, this year we, we didn't get a your breathtaking moment. No one's shouting out to the crowd. Devastating, devastating. Devastating. All right, let's uh, let's go back and we'll talk about yesterday's 
uh, Ubisoft showcase, uh, Ubisoft Ford uh, little preza. Uh, Adam, you and I both got up at uh, five o'clock to watch this. Kieran, you slept through my alarms. Yep, it snoozed. Um, but uh, in this case, you didn't snooze and lose um, because Ubisoft's uh, press conference was a little bit, a little bit tame. It was a bit tame. Uh, Adam, um, yeah, it was. It it definitely was lacking that the the massive announcement or or big feel that i was hoping it might have because you know no no star wars which was unfortunate they had a a one more thing at the end of it but it wasn't quite the the ip that i was hoping for but i still there is still some some standouts the old encore yeah yeah got got nothing but yeah riders republic getting a, a release date uh has me excited because that game looks like a whole whole bundle of fun um and the the little bits of gameplay that they showed from it just has me more excited, like getting all the, the Red Bull events and stuff like that in the mix is pretty exciting for, for me, probably not so much for you guys, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I overall had a pretty good time with, with Ubisoft's. It didn't drag on for too long. It, it towed the line, but yeah, it held my attention for the most part. All right, let's quickly wrap through the announcement. So right before the show kicked off, we got a Watch Dogs Legion expansion expansion um, update uh, with Aiden Pierce uh, joining the uh, the fold in July. I'm not sure if there was actually a, a date given, but yeah, he'll um, he'll be playable. Uh, it looks like it's its own little. Um, little uh story there uh yeah that's, that's kicking off in july i'm pretty keen for this you know i do like my watchdogs so i'll be checking that out did anyone else see that trailer i didn't watch it but i know that you're a massive aiden ps stand <laughs> so i'm happy for you uh yeah i saw I it i'm still yet to play um, legion uh it's on my my list of games to play um so maybe by the time i actually get around to playing it there'll be metric shitload of content to, to get through, which is never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Mm. So the first, the first, um, first cab off the rank was uh, rainbow six extraction, which they revealed, I think a few days earlier, uh, before the showcase. This is the, uh, renamed rainbow six quarantine, which is the squad, uh, the three person, Squad shooter are uh, set in the Rainbow Six universe. Obviously, uh, it looks and it features uh, operators from Rainbow Six Siege, if I uh, understood correctly. This uh, this was probably, I think, apart from maybe Far Cry, probably the, the their biggest game that they showed off in terms of like gameplay and stuff. Um, and when this first got released, uh, got announced a couple of years ago, I was pretty keen for it. Uh, I mean, it looks like a pretty good time now. How did you guys um, think about it? I uh, obviously I've I've never played Siege, but uh, it looks like they're doing a good job of melding, you know, the mechanics of that with a very different style of gameplay. Um, and like, I actually am kind of intrigued by it, um, and wouldn't mind checking it out knowing full well that I'm ter- terrible at 
shooters and anything tactical and will just be eaten alive by weird alien things straight away but you know yeah i i think it was a cracker of a way to to open their event because it looked it looked really good i always want to get into to siege because i really enjoy the gameplay but i'm just not good enough to like the the entry the the entry level for that game is is so high because everyone by this stage is is really good at the game but yeah there's no chance of me getting into it now um so i think a a pve version of that will be my jam so yeah i'm real keen for it i think it looked pretty fantastic you can play with me and we'll <laughs> yeah. get through maybe like and then give up because it's too hard <laughs> love it yeah um, the only thing I'm concerned about is I hope that uh, the missions aren't sort of all the same um, because based on the gameplay trailer that we sort of got, all the gameplay deep dive, it was like, you know, extract uh, fallen soldier kind of thing. So I hope there's a little bit of yeah, variety that's, there. That's fair. Um, mm. Yeah, that's, la- that's launching on uh, September 15. Uh, sorry, September 16. Um, so, yeah, that'll be coming. Uh, next up was Rocksmith, which... Tuned out oi, for that oi. one. Um, don't know about you guys. See what you did there. Hey, mm. uh, you did. <laughs> I um yeah I I didn't watch uh, like I again like most of this conference that I slept through I didn't watch this but um it's uh it looks cool it's cool that they're still kind of kicking along with Rocksmith and you know recognizing it as a like a, I know a lot of people that have used it as an actual learning tool and say it's really great so cool ah um, uh, just I, know I was out of my seat for this. No, I, I think it's cool. I think it'll, it'll be great for people that, cause like, like Kieran said, there's still heaps of people that really want to get their hands on the original Rocksmith, but it's just impossible to do now. So I think making it more of a service is probably a, a good shout. Yep. Nice one. Uh, Riders Republic, Adam, you've already spoken. Cannot about wait. I think it looks fantastic. To get on your bike for this one. Um, it looks pretty cool. I'm keen to check it out. Hearing your keen as well, I think. Yeah, surprisingly, um, I'm not really. Uh, yeah, again, it's not really my genre, but it looks like a bunch of fun. So, um, it's definitely something I'm keen to. Yeah, I think you'll be able go. to, from from what I understand, just kind of jump into it and have some fun because between events you can go around a big open world and just kind of mess around with a bunch of different extreme sports. So, I mean, yeah, that's it. I just want to like yeah. hang around on my BMX and. Just enjoy y- yeet yourself down a mountain. The little world they've put together. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, these next ones uh, interrupt me if you want to talk about them. But basically, uh, Rainbow Six Siege is getting crossplay um, or crossplay, as I like to call it, um, and uh, that's with the new uh, expansion or new season, uh, North Star. Uh, then there was a, a little sizzle reel of uh, updates to existing games like Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, Todrick Hall uh, introduced Just Dance 2022 yeah, with boy. a song. I don't even know who this is. Is this person famous? Like, like, pro- like properly famous? He's a yeah. He's I mean, he's famous in like the uh, like dancing and choreography communities. Uh, okay. uh, so, so he's not um, like a singer or anything. And he's a he's he is an artist as well. Oh. so that's his his song yeah, featured in the trailer. Are we a bit um, devastated that we didn't get an on stage dance dance break performance? I'm surprised it is. Yeah, like it, it almost doesn't feel like an Ubisoft mm. event without without some awkward just dance dancing. Dancing. Yeah. 
Shout out. Uh, the, uh, then we got an update on Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, with the team uh, confirming that they're going to be working on the game uh, into, for a second year or into, the, into its second year. Um, it's the first time they've done that for the series. And then they also announced a Discovery Tour uh, would be coming to the game and that will be free. We then got a couple of trailers for uh, some team in, uh, TV and film projects uh, with Mythic Quest getting, which is a TV uh, series, getting a season two trailer, and then Werewolves Within getting an actual trailer, the film. Um, either of these tickle your pickles? No, not even heads. slightly. Um, I Okay. I mean, Werewolves Within looks somewhat like I'd watch it, you know, just to kill some time if I needed something to watch, but yeah, I'm not going to be rushing out to... Uh, I really enjoy Werewolf that? as in the card game that Werewolves Within is based on, um, mm. but I just, I mm. can't see that making a good film because it's, it's definitely a, a movie that you're kind of just waiting to for the end to see, oh, who was the werewolf? And then there's the reveal and then you go home dissatisfied. I just, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it doesn't grab me at all. Nice. Uh, all right. Then we got into probably the biggest um, sequence of the of the event, which was the Far Cry 6 uh, showing, which gave us a trailer, which looked at uh, Anton, I can't remember his last name, Anton, Anton Castile, yeah. um, which is who is the villain in Far Cry 6, played by Giancarlo Esposito, uh, and just showed like a little uh, cinematic sort of... Um, sequence uh, with his son and you know uh, on board a, a boat um and just sort of showed how ruthless and brutal uh giancarlo's character is <clears throat> what'd you guys any, do you have any thoughts on that one i'm still super psyched to play far cry 6 um yeah i i they i think they need to cool it with the trailers yeah, now agree. i think we're good um, <laughs> but uh, I am um, keen to jump in. Sorry, you go, Zach. No, oh, yep, sorry. No, you go. I was gonna keep I was um, gonna power through so just yeah. quickly. Keep I enjoy through. that the there seems to be kind of a a better reason for you to want to overthrow the, the villain in this game. Like, I I know that in Far Cry mm. 3 and Far Cry 4 and a little bit Far Cry 5, like, there's a reason that you're gunning for the, the big bad. Um, but this, this trailer shows a, a, a pretty despicable act and gives you a, a, a good a good reason and a good kickoff point for the events of the game. So I think that's pretty cool. And obviously, mm. um, he's just fantastic and plays an incredible villain. So you'll, you'll want to like him and hate him at the same time. So that's always a good time. Yeah. Yeah, well, as we sort of spoke about I think in, in the week or last week, uh, Far Cry's villains have always sort of been a, a big drawing card for the series, um, and they actually announced that in the if you purchase the Gold or Ultimate Edition that comes with the Season Pass, uh, the Season Pass will include uh, DLC that lets you play as um, the villains from uh, 3, 4, and 5. So Vars, Vors, or have you said it, uh, Pagan Mint and Joseph Seed, and you sort of play and discover their backstories and they also revealed that you'll get uh, far cry 3 blood dragon 
So it's pretty cool there. Uh, and then they wrapped it up with a announcement, which fingers were crossed for uh, you know some green lights and and that. Oh wait, no, sorry. There's, there is there is more. We missed one. My apologies. It's one. uh, it's it's at the top of this um, this wrap. So that that's why I missed it. My apologies. But it was leaked a bit earlier before the <clears throat> before the, it was. the the showcase. But Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope uh, was announced to be coming to Nintendo Switch platforms. I don't think yeah, they actually confirmed which platform did they. Uh, I mean, I know there's only like the Switch, but they. There was um, uh, sorry for context. Uh, Jason Schreier tweeted out that uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but that he essentially can, uh, said that this game was coming to the, the Switch Pro or whatever the next model of, right. sw- of Switch is. I can't remember the exact wording, but it was like you know, uh, I'll just go back and find it. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, uh, all they said was Nintendo Switch next year. Yeah, but um. I mean, it looks very, very pretty in the trailers. Um, it's obviously probably just internal footage running off of, you know, dev systems and stuff, but there's, you know, every indication that this looks, in this trailer looks better than what the Switch could put out. So maybe maybe there's some truth to that. Mm. Um, not my not, not my thing, but uh, Adam, what do you make of it? Yeah, I'm lukewarm. I'm not super one way or the other but i don't know it could be cool i I didn't ever play the the first one it was one that i was semi yeah yeah i've I've heard that it's it's really good but every time i see something done with rabbits it just makes me sad that there's not a new raymond game that's i think that was the the biggest thing i see rabbits and it just makes me sad but nah i'm sure the game will be awesome and i know that a lot of people were keen on the first one so i'm I'm glad that it exists yeah i'm just trying trying to find this tweet but i can't actually find it so it's either been deleted or um yeah don't know all right um yeah, sorry. And then now uh, they wrapped it up with uh, Avatar. Uh, what's it? Called? Frontiers of Pandora. Avatar something. Frontiers of Pandora, uh, which is what I was hoping would be Splinter Cell, but uh, we got a new Avatar game. Which does anyone care about? Uh, not not overly. I think, mm. like, I know that I've I've spoken to a few people that because it's been kind of teased and talked about for a little while and I know a couple of people personally that are keen for it but I don't know the IP doesn't really hold much weight with me anymore like I enjoyed the film when it came out and then yeah and then a a whole shitload of sequels got announced but then nothing has really come of that Um, I think the weirdest thing for me is that it's first person like that seems like a really strange decision to me you're playing as a, a big blue alien and it being first person. It just, yeah, I don't know. It, it feels a bit odd. Mm. Yeah. But just when's, um, do they have, have they given a date to the film? It's had a, a whole bunch of dates and it's been pushed around and pushed back. And, but yeah, I don't, I don't know currently if it has a set date. Yeah, like, um, 
don't know, I just feel like that series has sort of dragged on for so long now that it's kind of just, people are kind of just sick of it. Well, not sick of it, that's probably the wrong wording, but, um, you know, it's it's like that, it's like, uh, you know, that IP that's been in development for ages, but then never seems to come out, like, when are they going to do it? Yeah. All right, let's move on from Ubi. Um, and we'll go to this morning with Xbox, which was, uh, sorry, Xbox and Bethesda. Sorry, mm. Phil. Um, what we, uh, this was, this was pretty good. And, you know, for the two companies that it, that it was, you know, it was definitely the biggest showing of the, uh, of E3. Uh, it had lots of games. There were 30, 30 reveals or 30 trailers or whatever you want to call it. Um, and it started with Starfield, which I thought it might end with Starfield. Um, but they kicked things off with uh, Starfield and they gave us a little tease of what to expect uh, as well as the release date, which is November 22, 2022. Although I've written 2021 here in the article because I'm <laughs> fucking legend. Um so, but and they also confirmed that it's coming to, to Game Pass on day one, um, which you know we all kind of expected. Uh, but it, and they also said that it, it is a Xbox exclusive. Uh, I think there was a little bit of hope in me that they would maybe uh, not do that. Not that it really bothers me, but um, but yeah, I guess if you spend billions of dollars on a company, this is what you get. Uh, what'd you make of Starfield? Any any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it'll be <laughs> another Bethesda RPG. I don't know. It just it it's yet to show anything to kind of. I mean, it, they've barely showed anything at all, really. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll have a look when they show gameplay and maybe form an opinion then. But until then, I'm I'm not really here nor there. Yeah, I, I dig the, I dig the vibe that the the trailer mm. sort of puts out. But um, again, like it's like it's a teaser trailer. There's yeah. really nothing to go off. Um, and it's still that. ages away. And it's still ages away. So, yeah, yeah, ask me again in exactly a year's time when they're showing mm. off proper gameplay at E3. And mm. um, all right, then uh, Stalker Two, Heart of Chernobyl came next. Uh, Nathan was quite keen. To see this, uh, so was I, and I think Kieran, you might be as well. Um, but yeah, they, mm. they showed a bit. Of, they showed a bit of gameplay, which which looked pretty good. Uh, and then they gave it a release date, I believe, or release window. I can't remember. I've written yeah, release April. window here. But I think it was a date. Um, was it a date? Sorry. Uh, I think it was just April. Yeah. Oh no, it was the twenty twenty eighth. Okay, so I. First two things in the uh, wrap, I've fucked up. Love that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this looks cool. Uh, I'm keen. It looks way better than I was expecting. Yeah. Like production value-wise. Well, I wonder if... Um, and this is also coming to Game Pass on day one, which is a pretty common theme across this showcase, but I, w- I wonder how much money um, uh, Xbox has invested in it. Mm. 
Yeah, cool. Love that. Good talk. Um, uh, I didn't play the original, so I'm I was just kind of left a bit confused, and Nathan was trying to explain it to me as the trailer was happening. Um, but I mean, the tone and the atmosphere of it was awesome. So I mean, maybe I'll give it a give it a tickle. Have you ever played? Yeah, Metro I've played a, a little a, a little tiny bit of Metro, and it definitely gave those kind of vibes. It's sort yeah, it's sort of like that. Um, all right, then back for blood got a another gameplay trailer which um, showed off the game's PvP mode. Um, again, we, you know we've, we've sort of seen this game before, so I think all three of us are Absolutely. relatively keen for this. Yeah. Uh, then we got Contraband, which is a, a new IP from Avalanche Studios. It's a co-op title set in a fictional. Uh, world of 1970s Bayern, uh, and is, it's described as a smuggler's paradise, which is described as a smuggler's paradise. Mm. Um, nothing but a cinematic here, nothing really to to go off or to sort of see. Um, but if it's a- Avalanche, you know, probably. Just it feels like it'll be more Generation more, Zero esque. Yeah. So cool vibes, but yeah. hard to tell until we see gameplay. Uh, sea of Thieves: A Pirate Life was next, which is rare, um, rare Sea of Thieves game, which is getting a crossover with Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, and uh, Captain Jack Sparrow is getting his own little narrative there. Um, it's a free update; will hit on June twenty two. Uh, again, doesn't 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 do much for me, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it, uh, it, I mean the the content looks cool. Um, it's pretty big that they've got a license like that. Uh, over you know at Xbox, yeah, and um, I think it's also I think Jack Sparrow is actually being voiced by Johnny Depp as well. Mm. So yeah, I mean I'm sure there's people out there excited about that. Uh, then we got Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, which is coming to Game Pass as of now. Um, so that's that's uh, that's pretty cool for Yakuza fans. Um, it joins the. The library of other Yakuza games that are on Game Pass now, mm. which is you know pretty huge given that what a year ago or maybe a little bit more they didn't have many, if any, of the Yakuza games. Yeah, yeah, that was always traditionally a mm. PlayStation title or you know on PlayStation platforms. So now that you can play the whole collection as part of Game Pass, it's pretty big. Uh, KS is still not convinced that uh, Game Pass is is good. Shout outs, despite. Pledging all the um, Yakuza games. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we got gameplay for Battlefield 2042, which I had seen previously, which looks pretty fucking intense. Insane, some would even say. Wouldn't they, KB? Uh, Adam, wow. you're, a big ba- you're, you're a big Battlefield. Yeah, mate. Board. I think it looks fantastic. Think? I'm all kinds of keen. Seeing all of, like, the, the scale of everything was, yeah, top notch. I'm... I'm very keen to get around it. Nice. Uh, so Battlefield 2042 drops on October uh, 22, 2021 and 7-day early access for pre-orders uh, and EA Play uh, members on October 15. Adam, uh, your no, prediction didn't s- come true though. Unfortunately, it's not coming Sitting the, there waiting as the trailer finished up and got nothing, so... Those, yeah, you love those, yeah. Um, 
I do actually. Uh, then we got uh, KB, one of the games you're pretty keen for. It's yeah. Up next, t- 12 minutes. Our actually, friends over a, at Annapurna. A few hot little uh, sequences here for you. Yeah, Annapurna and Luis Antonio, uh, their game 12 minutes, which, which features James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and William Defoe. Um, that was uh, announced to be coming to Game Pass on October 19. Mm. Um, so August is looking pretty pretty packed um, yes. after after E3. Um, this was like again, this was pretty pretty cool. And then uh, your main course was served. It uh, sure was. Psychonauts two finally got a release date uh, yeah, coming boy. in August twenty fifth, two thousand and twenty one. Game Pass day one. Uh, PC, Xbox, PlayStation Five. Oh, sorry, uh, PlayStation. Um, uh, yeah, PS PS Four and then PS Five, yeah. obviously, just via backwards compatibility. Yeah, and no switches there. No, no switch. Cool. Um, is this the first time? Well, no, had we seen gameplay before this? I can't remember. Yeah, bits and yeah, pieces. Cool. Yeah, but this is probably like the most um the most the they've shown serving. of like different worlds and content and stuff. So, what do you think? You can. It looks fucking every like everything I wanted in it. So, yeah, I'm super super keen. And August isn't far off at all. Uh, nice. Uh, again, on it's Slicing one up. that I would like to have been really into, but I haven't played the original, so I should probably fix that first. It's on Game yeah, Pass. Need an Xbox for that though, don't I? Oh uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> too bad they're not on Game Pass. Um, all right, then Fallout 76 got boring. <laughs> got an update. Yeah, boring. Elder Scrolls Online, boring. Boring. It's got pretty good hot sauce, though. Shout-outs to Bethesda. There. I actually, hot like, sauce. We've, we've had this discussion already, but since the hot sauce and body pillow, I really <laughs> want to play ESO. Yeah, so maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll, we'll give it some, some uh, coverage because maybe. Uh, but, but, uh, but just to wrap up, there's two new expansions, I believe, if I, if I saw that correctly. Fallout 76 and Elder Scrolls is getting enhanced console edition on the Series X and S uh, on June 15. Mm. Uh, Party Animals came next, which is, I don't know if this was an, yeah, so this was an announcement trailer uh, for a little multiplayer brawler uh, where you play as like little uh, cute little animals, uh, like dogs, tigers, and crocodiles and stuff like that. Uh, Coming game past day one, and it's launching in 2020. Keen as Keen as a bean. Looks like, yeah, I, I, I could, I could sense Adam's yep. excitement about that one. It looks like gang, looks it like gang straight beasts, up looks like gang deadlier. beasts, but slightly more violent because you can use weapons and do a few extra bits and pieces. There's explosions, but yeah, ah, oh, mate, any kind of party game like that, I am in hook, line, and sinker. And yep, that's that's got me all kinds of excited. Nice, <clears throat> Hades was then. Rev- Excuse me, was in, revealed to be coming to consoles on August 13. Um, so I think a few people are quite keen to check this for out. For sure. KV, you'll get around console. that for some for some trophies, won't you, big boy? I am keen for yep, to same. finally play it. I've been holding out yep. for a PlayStation release. So even though this <laughs> yeah. was part of the Xbox uh, reveal... Uh, it meant also meant that we were getting for yep. getting it for PlayStation. So, 
just to um just on that very quickly it is coming it'll be available on on game pass when it launches awesome. on august 13 as well uh, the next game up was somerville which is a new ip from play dead founder uh dino paddy's new studio jump ship uh, it's a sci-fi adventure that is set during an alien apocalypse and it looks pretty pretty cool um mm. it's coming to xbox consoles and pc in 2022 uh, and also will launch on game pass day one um i know that ks was pretty pretty stoked to see this he, he's a big um big plated fan yeah Maybe it um you i think you played both and love, love both yeah 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 straight off the bat this looked like a plated game so i didn't even realize that um jump ship is uh from old mates so that's yeah that's very validating um yeah it looks sick like limbo meets like uh limbo and inside meets like war of the worlds kind of thing um uh, yeah i'm pretty keen to get around this nice um and then halo infinite when i was expecting a release date we didn't get one uh instead they just sort of showed off the game's multiplayer which they announced which i thought they had already announced before so maybe they, they they did or maybe they didn't but they revealed that it would be free to play when the game launches yeah uh, i'm pretty sure they knew at, that at the end of 2021 uh holiday season apparently mm. um, do we s- surprised that they didn't put a date on it that makes me wonder if it's yeah gonna be i was gonna ask whether again. we think that's actually gonna uh, drop in 2021 or it's gonna get pushed back again well, so they seem to have split them in two. Uh, they yeah. talk about multiplayer and campaign. So it wouldn't maybe surprise me if perhaps we get the multiplayer this year uh, and then the campaign yeah. next year, or you know, mm. it, you know, other way around. Uh, they they sort of you know drop them separately. But yeah, I mean, KS is a big Halo fan. He he liked what he saw, but it didn't um, didn't do much for me. Yeah, I was I was surprised by sort of how weak of a showing this was mm. at their you know big press conference. Yeah, considering everyone's been waiting. To yeah, see I figured it was kind of going to be their their centerpiece yeah, for I, the the show, but it really it mm. fell a bit flat, didn't it? Yeah, well, you're right, like yeah, I kind of expected Phil to sort of talk about it and then go you know, and Halo's launching blah you know this date kind of thing but yeah it was just like here here's the here's the multiplayer whatever uh all right diablo 2 resurrected was next uh i've never been a diablo fan so this uh this is neither this does nothing unfortunate because it looks fantastic Um, and i'm keen as a bean to spend all of my time with it All of it, not just some of it, all of it. I played a disgusting amount of Diablo 3 uh, and I've never actually played Diablo 2, so I think it's going to be a uh, a good way to do so because the game otherwise is a little bit dated in the old visual department, but Resurrected looks like it's uh, it's definitely fixed that. It looks gorgeous. Nice. Uh, that is dropping uh, September 23, all right, next up, and prediction, nailed, mostly, was a Plague Tale Requiem. Mm. 
Uh, so Focus Home Interactive and Asobo Studio announced the sequel to A Plague Tale Innocence with A Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, it looks like it's set you know, a little bit in the future, not too long, but maybe two or three years, um, with Hugo looking a bit older. Uh, of course, there's going to be there were still more rats, so there's rats still, uh, you know, causing. There was a lot of rats. Havoc. Uh, surprisingly, this is um, this will also hit Game Pass on day one as well. Mm. Uh, it's going to launch in 2022. Uh, the only thing I didn't get right from the um, prediction was that Asobo didn't get acquired, but you know, there's still time for that. <laughs> uh, this is this was probably the biggest one for me for the show. Maybe even for the whole E3, I did love uh, first one. So yeah, keen to keen to play more. Anyone got any thoughts on that? I'm excited for uh, for Sobo getting um, getting a have another round with it. Um, excited to see what they do to to push it beyond what the first one was. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they um, uh, continue the story and what sort of angle it takes. Because given you know the ending of the first yeah. one, um, yeah, I'm I'm keen to keen to see. Adam, nah, again, it's another one, one on my you? list of of things to play. So yeah, you I know, game, I know. Yeah, but yeah, well. hopefully I'll have finished the first one by the time Requiem comes out, so I'll be all ready. All right, Far Cry 6 got another uh, trailer. Uh, cool. Then we got Slime Rancher 2. It exists. Um, which, it exists. It's it's a thing. Uh, I'm a fan of the pastel color palette, though. Yeah? Yeah. That, that alone one. makes me want to play. I, I didn't play one. Um, Is that right? You... Yeah. yeah. Was it... Um, was it on Nintendo? Uh, I think it, it was on, on Switch. I think it. I think it was on. No, it's on the other consoles. Most consoles, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh no, hang on. I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. All right. Thinking of uh, uh. Splatoon. As well. <laughs> that, that is on Switch. Different. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Splatoon's on Switch. Not coming right. to Game Pass. Not coming to Game Pass. And then next up, we got Shredders, which uh, is a extreme snow uh, sports game, if you want to call it that. Um, snowboarding and um, uh, motorized bobsleds or whatever you call them, um, snow bikes. So that looks pretty pretty cool. Uh, though I don't know how um, after like the steep and and that how many how many people actually want. It's weird releasing game. around the same time as Riders Republic, with that has snowboarding as well as mm. all of these other extreme sports in it where Shredders just has kind of its main focus is snowboarding. So I don't know how... I'll be interested to see how the, yeah. how that goes. And it's also not... Yeah, like... Sex. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, what's the point? And it's not cool borders, you mean? Also, just looking at the um, the thumbnail for the trailer that you've got in the wrap, yeah, that it's logo dreadful. is horrendous. It's so hard to read. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I've, um... I've made some pretty shit logos <laughs> recently, but this is like the worst one that I've seen. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So that, that's coming in December and also and also hitting Game Pass day one. Next up was uh, a game that we're all pretty keen for here, mm. which is Atomic Heart from Munfish. 
Mm. They showed off another trailer, um, showed a little bit more of the world uh, and what you can sort of expect. Uh, so Atomic Heart is a first-person shooter set in an alternate uh, version of the Soviet Union in 1955 where advanced technology like the internet and robots have already been invented. Uh, you play as a secret agent, sorry, a special agent, exactly, I guess, who has been sent to investigate a facility that has gone silent. Um, no surprises, but also kind of surprising. Uh, coming to Game Pass day one when it does launch. Uh, no date was given though. Uh, looks it looks yeah. wild. Yeah, I um I was surprised to see this in such a, like a substantial form because it mm. felt like this game was just gonna like disappear into the ether at some stages. Um, but yeah, it actually well, showed off like of, a yeah a decent yeah, amount it, of. It has sort of done that. It's, it sort of popped up randomly here and there. Yeah. Um, but again, we you know we still don't have any release information. So, I mean, it could be this year, it could be next year, it could be. Who knows? Um, Exciting, though. Then we got Replaced, uh, which is a 2D pixel art game uh, set in a dystopian world. Uh, It is coming in 2022 on Xbox One and PC uh, and Game Pass. Looks awesome. Looks really, really cool. Oh, sorry. And uh, Xbox Series X and S. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, when this um when this trailer first started playing, I thought that we were being reintroduced to um last night, mm. almost that game that they announced at Xbox's E3 <laughs> thing like five years ago and just hasn't ever come back. Um, but this looks fucking sick. I'm really excited about this. I'm game. glad that they it it was fairly vague. Like the trailer doesn't really allude to much, which I like. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of I'm sold enough on the the concept and the art style alone so i was i'm glad that they they only kind of gave it a little taste uh cool then we got grounded uh sorry a new um update coming to to grounded called the shroom and doom update um just set uh in adding pets uh sorry it's gonna add pets mushrooms uh, and achievements and yeah a disgusting spider called the dude mother it is. I think it's, uh, it it, it would be the brood mother, yeah. Um, shout outs to well played with the the accurate wrap up here. Um, the Shroom and Doom update is coming on June thirty. Are you on keen for that? I'll check it out. Grounded is fun. I might be more inclined to play it with achievements. Nice. I'm surprised it didn't have achievements to begin with. Well, it was it's it was in early access. Ah, oh, right. Okay. So. There you go. Uh, then we got an update for Among Us, which is coming to um, Xbox and that on June fifteen. Uh, we got with fifteen player. No, it's um, so the, the I think the fifteen Maybe. player lobbies are coming on the fifteenth. I think the yeah the Xbox oh, version sorry. is coming at some stage. That's just later this year. From what I'm right. or I'm completely talking out my ass. Who knows? It sounds very confusing. Uh, maybe let's clarify that before we. Before we wrap it up and then we got <laughs> EU Din Chronicles 100 Heroes it's waiting for you to try to pronounce that did I get right or wrong oh, I'm sure it's close enough uh, which is a JRPG um, from some of the makers of Sakudin Sakudin <laughs> Shoyurukin is that the one uh, yeah well we'll go with that um, yeah yeah, no, it's got it's yeah, it's got some of the old 
old uh there you go um creators from the Sukaden series so that's uh i thought it was a new game in that series when it was when it was on screen first um but i didn't i didn't realize that this was a, a kickstarter um yeah uh and let me just bring the page back up because i was very impressed with this um their uh, initial goal for this Kickstarter was 53 million yen, roughly. Um, and they walked away with wow. almost 500 million yen. So 10 times what their Holy goal shit. was. Um, yeah, so that's uh, it's quite impressive. So like, if you look at their um, stretch goal list on the Kickstarter page, they've just been adding and adding and adding and they're all, che- all, all checked off. That's so, awesome. Um. And and obviously they've got the backing of um of Microsoft as well. Uh and I'm pretty sure that's coming to Game Pass. So it sure is in twenty twenty three. Yeah, still a ways off, but um it looks super, super impressive. Do we know if it's coming to PlayStation? Surely. I think I th- think so. Uh I'll um have a look at the Kickstarter. Alright. Uh then we've got another trailer for the Ascent, which is coming on August nineteen. Uh, Still looks course, cool. on Game Pass Day 1, uh, Xbox exclusive, I believe. Or, you know, sorry, um, console exclusive there. Um, we're all kind of curious about this, I think. Mm. Uh, nice. Uh, and Age of Empires 4. Um, we've got a trailer for. So, Which looks cool. cool. As we'll be keen for this. Uh, it's dropping on October 28th. Uh, and, of course... Once again, Game Pass, day one. Uh, we then got a little announcement trailer, a little short uh, and sort of, you know, tongue-in-cheek announcement for The Outer Worlds 2, which was basically revealed um, to be a Xbox exclusive again. So even though the first one was on PlayStation, uh, this one is not. doesn't look like it's going to be jumping... Um, on PlayStation this time around. Uh, next up, there was Microsoft Flight Simulator, which is uh, which is done by uh, Plague Tale developers Asobo, uh, that which is released on PC a year ago or however long ago last year. Um, it was super loved by critics and and players. Uh, that has got a console and Xbox console release date. Uh, which is July 27, uh, which mm. is very cool. Um, having played the game on PC, even though my PC struggled to um, to run it, um, which is why we never actually did a review because my, my PC is tanked every time that I tried to play it. I'm curious to see how they actually make this work with the, with the controller because um, I think there's a lot going on. You need to use key, you know. Yeah, there's so many, so many commands. All I really want out of this, yeah. All I really want out of this is for them to implement some kind of, I don't know, like if it's in the PC version, I I assume not, but I, um, I really want them to just implement some kind of like one button. Like I just hold the right trigger and I just fly around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not too sure. I don't think there is, but I haven't, yeah. I mean, I haven't booted up for a a while because it, my computer basically ex- explodes. 
Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm keen to check that out. Uh, then we got probably one of the bigger reveals of the um, of the showcase, which was Forza Horizon 5, which is going to be set in Mexico. Uh, it is coming on November 9, day one, Game Pass, uh, hitting Xbox uh, Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, and this looks pretty, pretty cool. Uh, it looks beautiful to begin yeah. with. I'm not a I'm not a driving games person, but uh, yeah, looks, looks amazing. Sick. Yeah, like yeah. Well, I, was, I will um, I will play this for sure. I was talking to little Wixy. Shout out uh, to him after the Xbox uh, showcase and just having a bit of a rant about as he loves to do, um, and how he uh, you know said that he uh, didn't want he, he thought. Exclusives were counter to what gaming is about, and then went out and made a shit ton of games exclusive. So uh, shout out to Big Phil there for that. But um, I just feel that Xbox is in the position now where not not that they've given up, but they've just they're buying a lot of their exclusives now. Because um, mm. you look at um, and I, I might have said this previously, but you know, PlayStation you know having has invested in. Willie Dog and Insomniac and these studios over the years and they're now at that level where they're just putting out banger after banger kind of thing. But you look at a lot of Xbox's legacy sort of studios and stuff and their halos and gears and stuff, they've kind of waned a bit into you know, in quality and and that. Um it just feels like that they've just gone out and bought a shitload of exclusives to sort of keep up and compete. Yeah. Um hundred percent. But the one, uh, when I was speaking to him, the one series that I thought that Xbox has probably continually got right has been the, the Forza series, whether it's the Horizon or the other one that they've got. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what the other one is again. What's the other one Motorsport? called? Motorsport. Yeah. Um, yeah, those two you know, seem to do quite quite well and, and this again and this reinforces that because this looks pretty pretty sick and again like i'm not a huge racing fan i i, I don't don't uh don't mind them but i think i'll definitely give this a crack because it looks pretty pretty cool that's cool yeah there's plenty well, of multiplayer in, in the horizon series so yeah it'll point. be good fun to, to jump in with mates and bang around mexico looks good yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love banging around mexico mate. um all right, then they closed off the the showcase with a throwback to uh, Pete Hines' T-shirt earlier in the mm. in the conference with a bite back logo or slogan on his shirt, uh, and they announced Arcane's new Xbox exclusive project, which is called Redfall, um, not to be confused with Redwall. But um, I wasn't. this is it. What's that? I said I wasn't confusing it. <laughs> well, you never know. Just for those out there, um, but yeah. So Redfall is the studio's open, um, open world first-person shooter, which is set in. Uh, I did read the uh, what's it? It's a quaint little town called Redfall. The uh, the title there, and sees a group of um, soldiers. No, not not probably not soldiers. Like a little. Mi- group of misfits that are stuck on the island with uh, like a, a vampire legion uh, blocking access off the island and they just yeah, trying to survive and take down as many vampires as possible that that's sort of what i got from the trailer 
it looks cool. It's definitely got that that arcane style to it. Um, but yeah, no no gameplay was shown. Uh, but it's coming twenty twenty two Xbox uh, and PC, and of course Game Pass Day One. Any thoughts on Red Bull? <laughs> yeah. When I saw this, I was like, "This is a Zach Jackson game, <laughs> like one hundred percent." It's got vampires. It's got uh, Arcane developing it. Yeah. It's got. Uh, I don't know what else. <laughs> that, that was it, really. Sounds like Red Wall. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. I don't want to put a negative spin on it, but I was probably a little disappointed by it. Like I'm, st- I'm keen for it, but it's not exactly what I was expecting. Um, and of course, you know, details are still pretty limited, but it does look like it's more of a multiplayer focused game than sort of a single player story driven sort of sort of game there so that that's a little bit that um makes me not as hyped as i probably would have been but i'm still keen to to see how it plays and uh, and see more of it as we get uh as we lead up to launch all right let's go around the room how many phil spencers out of 10 um would you give xbox's and bethesda's conference kieran uh, I'd give it, I'd give it a solid seven fills, but they're all exclusive to the conference. Yeah, I'd I'd be sitting around at the uh, seven mark Adam, as well. Seven seven fills all lined up in a row. It's not maybe not everything excited me, but I know that mm. a lot of it would have been pretty cool for a lot of people who are Xbox fans. Mm. I think I've got two answers, which is probably cheating. Uh, I'm probably gonna, <laughs> gonna probably gonna go with like Phil. The... Two different two different stories, mate. That's it. Seven feels for my thoughts, but if I take away my little bias and and hate for Phil, no, I don't hate Phil. Love Phil. Shouts to Phil. Um, I know you listen to this podcast because you stole my Xbox streaming idea. Um, <laughs> uh, now I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, so I think as an actual conference, I think they pretty much nailed it. For what Xbox fans would have been looking for, <laughs> so I'm going to give them uh, seven fills, one Todd, and a Pete for that um, showing there. So, um, which equals eight Oof, fills. big shots. Uh, Todd and, I, th- Todd and I think you're right though. It definitely, Phil out is, of all of the the conferences, it uh, wow. felt the most nah. like E3. Like it felt like a big, a big presentation to to get you hyped for what they yeah, they have 100%. in the works. So in that regard, they yeah they destroyed it. And it's one of those things. that's like. I mean, it's probably me especially, but the community at large has probably crapped on Xbox a lot over the last couple of years for having no exclusives. Yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, here they've just announced an absolute ton. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I think so they've done... Yeah, yeah the, lineup, the lineup is really good, um, which is where it kind of scores points for me, but I think it loses a little bit for being yet another Xbox conference where it's mostly CG trailers. Yeah. Or, you know, there's no uh, solid gameplay sequences or no solid release dates for a lot of things. Yeah. Um, which is a trap they seem to fall into every year. Mm. So, um, I guess. Um, step that up next time, I think. I mean, if you look, it's, it's if you challenging look, times and stuff as well, so it's understandable. Didn't we get um, gameplay for Scalebound and then it was cancelled? And then we got <laughs> gameplay for Phantom, Phantom Dust? Then it yeah. was cancelled. Um, so maybe that's the. The curse. Um, Maybe. But I guess from a quick little things that we didn't see. Yes, uh, absolutely. We all maybe expected something from Hellblade. Uh, 
I'm surprised because that was announced in 2019. Yeah, I don't know where I I don't know where I got the idea, but I I just kind of felt like mm. Hellblade was a launch period title mm. at first. So now that it's just like not even not out, but not even being shown, it's yeah. Uh, well, they yeah. did drop a little post or something that's saying that they will be uh, jumping into more uh, details for other games that weren't shown in a couple of days. I think on this, I feel like for the might be the, the stock that they put into Hellblade when they announced it, though, I feel so, like yeah, they want to give it time on like the the main show. So I don't know if they'd are they going to show it at like an offshoot event. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll be like, hey, this is, yeah. you know, we're still working hard on this. Yeah, true. More details to come later in the year or something mm. like that. Um, we didn't get a vow, yep. which is probably, I don't think we all, none of us sort of expected that. Same with Fable. Um, Elder Scrolls, of course, I don't think we'll see anything substantial from that for a couple of years. But probably the, yeah, uh, this is sort of a 50-50 one, but Perfect Dark. Um, mm. I like. I probably didn't expect it, but it wouldn't have shocked me if it was there. Um, but also, they've been working on that game for a long time now. Um, at least I think they have. Uh, you know, that studio's yeah. been forming for a, a few years. Yeah. So it's like, what the? What like? What have they been doing this whole time? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've, we've said this before. They're still trying to figure out where to put that extra A. Yeah. True. All right. <clears throat> let's we'll quickly go through uh square enix next and then we'll um we'll probably close the doors on that so square enix kicked things off with a massive announcement um mm. they are developing or oh, sorry uh edos montreal uh is developing a guardians of the galaxy game now we were lucky enough to actually speak to edos montreal a couple of days ago we we got to check out well, Kieran got to check out the game a bit earlier um, and chat to the dev team. What'd you uh, What'd you get from that little chat there, Kieran? Uh, I mean, that was a that was a lot uh, to that we sort of covered over with um, the game's senior producer and senior narrative director. Um, but uh, I think, like for me, the major takeaways, um, which I did sort of collate into a, a nice little feature on the on the well-played website which you can read at the moment um was just how much they are putting their own passion and their own creativity and their own you know sort of unique skill set into building this game it's not the you know they're not like building a licensed game they're they're making their own spin on guardians of guardians of the galaxy um and a lot so a lot of questions i had for them were you know, about working with Marvel and about working with the franchise and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, the big, the big takeaway is that this is their own game. This is, it's not the comics version of guardians. It's not the movies version of guardians. It's the game version of guardians. Um, and it sounds like they're getting a lot of, a lot of support, um, and a lot of collaboration with Marvel on that to make it stand on its own. So, um, I think that's very cool. Uh, especially coming off of the back of something like the Avengers game, which obviously didn't get the best public reception um, to know that they, you know, they've been given a green light to make guardians their own, to make it into a fully single player narrative adventure game. Uh, and yeah, sort of just 
carve out this this space for that franchise in, in video games is, is super cool. Now, uh, you and I had never seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, what was your first thoughts when you um, saw the trailer? Uh, well, my, my very first thought when I saw the trailer was, um, why did I get invited to this event? Because uh, I was like, I don't know this this property at all. Um, but uh, I uh, I don't know. It looks like it looks like a lot of fun. It looks like what I'd expect from from that franchise. Um, it makes me want to check it out. I think. Nice. Now, Mr. Ryan, I think it looks brilliant. Um, what KV was saying about things? it's their own their own take on the Guardians. It's that's really really evident from the trailer and the bits and pieces that they showed off. Because it definitely. Like it stays true to those characters, uh, both kind of their their iterations in the comics and the movies, but it definitely feels different and distinct. Uh, even in their their design, like they they definitely they're instantly recognizable. You know who the characters are, um, but they definitely have their own their own feel, which I think is is awesome. And uh, again, like you were saying, KV, I think it's it's awesome that it is just a single player experience, and more than that, that it's just you play as Star-Lord. Obviously, he's the leader of the team, um, but I was worried that it was going to be either like a multiplayer, you each play as one of the, the, the Guardians, or you can kind of chop and change between. Uh, I think when you focus on just one character, you can really obviously nail that core gameplay. And if you were to include all of them, they're all very different, mm. and they would all have their own kind of different combat styles. I think it's good to focus on just one and really nail that down and from the little bits that they showed with uh star lord using his his phases to like freeze enemies and to to do different elemental uh damage and stuff like that but to still have those combat abilities with the rest of the guardians i just yeah i it's it's really really up my alley and i'm very very keen to get into the gameplay but also see what they'll they'll do with the story because marvel's cosmic characters are they don't often get as much mm. limelight as maybe they should uh and they're excellent so i'm very very excited nice yeah i mean it, it looked pretty cool probably not really my thing but um yeah i'm definitely keen to, to sort of see yeah how it plays and see not more of it either. um when it launches on october 26 on 2021 not coming to game pass so uh cool now let's wrap through these other things pretty quickly um then they uh Square Enix also announced Stranger of Paradise, which is a Final Fantasy, uh, sorry, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, uh, and it's a Souls-like um, game coming from Ninja Theory, uh, who did Neo. Team Ninja. Team Ninja, sorry. Sorry, it's coming from Team Ninja that did Neo. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kieran, uh, I haven't actually watched this. Uh, you're the Final Fantasy Fanboy here. Mm. What'd you um think? Uh didn't love it? I <laughs> Yeah, it looks weird. Oh, um okay. this was like their closing fucking stinger, like at the end of the conference, like, hey, we got one more thing. Um and I was like, Oh sick, it's probably the um the reimagining of the original Final Fantasy game in the Souls like style. And that's exactly what it is, but it looks nothing like what I was expecting. Um, it instead of going with the uh, high fantasy aesthetic that the original games had, and you know, just making a cool, accessible Souls-like game that we were, you know, 
hypothesizing in on the podcast a little while ago. Um, it just looks like 2003 edgelord cringe with boring main characters and just the word chaos a whole lot, um, which is the meme on Twitter at the moment. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a demo out on PS5. You can't play it right now because it's corrupted. So I think that speaks volumes about the game. Um, but once that is available properly, uh, I'll give it a go. Mm. I'll see what it's like. Yeah, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm far from a, a Final Fantasy fan, but just from uh, like a game mm. perspective, it just looks, like you said, it looks very bland and kind of a bit lifeless. And I mean, maybe the final product won't be that, but it just, yeah, it really, it didn't do much to impress at all, did it? It did not. Yeah. Uh, it just, yeah, it just looks so dull and just not, you know yeah just not in the same same vein as as a game that it's trying to reimagine so hopefully who knows who knows i mean it could it could turn out great um one of the one of the one of the big things with this early ps5 demo is there's actually like a an in-game in-demo feedback survey system so i think they're doing a similar thing to what they did with uh octopath traveler when they released that um and bravely default as well which is release a, a really really early demo get people's feedback and then change the game basically based on that so you know given time it could uh could work out all right nice um that wasn't the only final fantasy um announcement that we got though was it there no. was another one um it wasn't the only it? disappointment uh that we got <laughs> in this press oh, conference no. <laughs> oh. what was the um, other one the other one was one that I was actually hoping for that was uh, also kind of rumored half leaked, um, and that's that the first six Final Fantasy games are getting what they're calling a pixel remaster, which, based on the 30-second teaser that they showed, doesn't really seem to mean anything. Um, but, yeah, they're basically releasing the first six games on mobile and PC, which they have already done before. So It's a weird, weird decision. Yay. All right. Uh, we got um, a look at the Legend of Mana remake. Yeah, it um, looks cool. Looks cool. So that, yep. that, that gets a tick. Uh, we then got um, some more details on what to expect from Marvel's Avengers. Uh, Black Panther is on the way, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, they sort of, sort of ran down their, I guess, roadmap for content. Um, oh, looks yeah, cool, I guess. Player base. If you're still playing the game. I think yep, that's the crux of yeah. it, really. You have to still be playing Marvel's Avengers. Uh, they then gave... Uh, sorry, they then they announced a Hitman Sniper mobile that game. exists. Um, yep. Yep. Then they did a Nier mobile game called Nier Reincarnation or Reincarnation. Um the thing um, yeah that's pretty cool i downloaded that when it came out uh on the japanese play store maybe like a couple months ago mm. um it's very it's very impressive for a mobile game nice uh then there's another final fantasy announcement um a battle royale yeah i see seven the first so- soldier and this yeah looks bum 
Yeah, it looks <laughs> again. <laughs> I, I, this is this has been in beta for a while, I think. So right. Um, it's a bunch of people have been playing it. Um, it is looks exactly like, like it, it sounds like a joke did. to me. I don't know. <laughs> like, and I I watched the the trailer yeah, it and does. it still felt like a joke. Like it felt like a a very elaborate April Fools from Square Enix. And I know that it kind of it was announced a little while ago and it's been in the works mm. for a while but it just it just feels so odd it feels like a really weird disconnect between the franchise and the genre that they're they're bundling it into it's very strange okay uh we then got another disappointment apparently because babylon's fall was given a trailer and it looks bum it looks okay it definitely doesn't look anywhere near as cool as it did when they first revealed it. And it's also apparently a live service game. Shout out to that. So uh, I guess it's like closest to Godfall at this stage, which is a weird thing to say. But it's, you know, a four-player co-op live service. What a way uh, to hack and drain the excitement so from that game in such a short here. amount of time. But it's, like everyone's been so looking forward to seeing yeah. what this is, especially yeah. coming from Platinum that have such a, a great track record and then to announce that it's a live service is just such a strange left field fumbling but again yeah who knows maybe it'll be awesome i really hope so but it's it's coming from platinum so like the combat at least should be yeah like i'm sure that very, that core gameplay will be fun. good but it's just that like we've we've seen what live services can do to really good looking games hmm they um, they appear to be very hit and miss. Platinum. Like, Where have they missed? Well, I mean, you've got to Scalper. you've got to get it. Oh. you know, off. Th- yeah, but it was it was too good to be. Released. Yeah, let's just go with that. You gotta you gotta throw the dart to fucking miss the board, mate. Well, they threw it and they missed. <laughs> they missed by a fair margin, according to big to big. Big Philly. All right. Um, then uh, we got a look at Life is Strange True Colors. And Kieran, you sort of spoke to the developers before before this was um, shown off. Uh, did you get any good juicy info out of out of that chat? Um, let's uh, let's revisit that chat, shall we? Um, so yeah, I got to. So there's, there's two things they showed off at, at the presentation. One was a little bit of um, footage of the remaster of the first two games, um, which looks substantial. So I'm, I'm keen for that. Um, and then they also showed off a, a new uh, extended look at True Colors, which um, I yeah was lucky enough to see that earlier as well. Um, it looks very cool. Um, the, uh, it looks like they're really going, really leaning into the the powers this time around. Um, whereas, you know, in Life is Strange 2, that was kind of not really a huge focus. Uh, before the storm, there wasn't anything like that. So um, they're going very, very cool, very abstract. And uh, yeah, um, there's not much that, uh, not much that we went over really that wasn't addressed in this trailer. Um but uh, it's yeah, it's a little bit of a different structure this time. It's a it's a fully uh, complete game in 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 one game, so it's not episodic. 
Um, they said it's going to, they, when I asked, they said it's going to take around maybe eight to 10 hours to play through. Um, and the, uh, environment that it's set in the sleepy town of Haven Springs is going to be fully explorable from the beginning. Um, so you can wander around and talk to characters and play with your, uh, powers of empathy and all that cool stuff. They also introduced the, um, the Nova mechanic, which is, uh, when Alex, the main character taps into a particularly strong emotion from one of the other characters and it actually kind of transforms the world around her um and she has to sort of navigate that and and figure out how to address this this person and and what they're going through um it looks like there's going to be pretty high stakes for the for those moments as well so um yeah i'm keen to keen to get my hands around this one nice all right uh, that's pretty much all we've got for you. There were some other shows, the PC gaming show, the future game show, and there's a bunch of other um, little other shows like the Wholesome Direct, um, the Gorilla Collective Part 2. We've got a couple of wraps up on the website if you want to go check them out. Uh, otherwise, yeah, check out Kieran's interview with Edos Montreal on Guardians of the Galaxy. We've got some other stuff on the website you can check out. So go to www.well-play.com.au. Uh, hope you've enjoyed E3 so far. And we'll uh, catch you later. Bye.